whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. So um, you're bringing a new album out with your band Love and Death. It's called Perfectly Preserved. <laughs> This Friday, actually. And before this album, you've been on a hiatus for eight years. Can you tell me how this all started again? When did you decide it was time to put out some new material? Well, um, yeah, when we put it out, the full length record came out in 2013. I went back to Corn, and so we really needed to uh, work hard on Corn because Corn is such a big band. So I didn't have much time. But each year, 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, <laughs> I kept thinking that we would, you know, work on Love and Death more and more each year. And fans would ask me about it and I would say yes let's do it I mean it's coming out soon and so uh it got to the place where I just was like there's no time for it and then the pandemic hit and then we all had time so we started doing it working on it and we finished it last year last fall so basically um COVID was kind of a well not good thing to happen to you but it brought you the time you needed to do the love and death record right it's like it's not good for anyone But you make the best out of it, right? It's like when you get lemons, you make lemonade. That's what they say sometimes in America. <laughs> in, in Germany too. It's just it's called um, when you das Leben Zitronen gibt, dann macht Zitronensaft daraus. It's the same thing, just translated word by word. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Right on. That's pretty good. So the new record, I had the pleasure to listen to it earlier today. And once again, it feels really honest and seems less heavy, like a little bit less heavy than the last one. Like there's a lot of catchy choruses, but also heavy lyrics. It's kind of a dueling thing going on between the music and the lyrics at times. Do you also feel about this record that it's a little bit less heavy? Yes, uh, we purposely wanted to do a lighter feeling record. So yeah, it is. More, this record is more light. It's more melodic. It's there's poppier choruses, if you will. There's better hooks, and we brought two guys from um, Breaking Benjamin to help write the songs. It's Jason Rao and Keith Wallen from Breaking Benjamin, and they helped us. And so it was really cool to have them come on board and get us a, a great balance because it's still there's still heavy songs like the first song, Tragedy, is about. You know, the lyrical content's really intense. It's about trauma and carrying tragedy for years and people not getting healed and uh, being stuck at that moment in their lives. And then, then it starts to get lighter. We do the DJ Snake, Justin Bieber cover song, Let Me Love You. We do Death of Us is a little bit lighter, but there's still very heavy moments in the record. Um, you said you co-wrote it with these guys. Yeah. How did you approach the songs? Like, is it some kind of therapeutic thing or is it more like we need to do this kind of music? What, what is the approach to it? Actually, we just kind of focused on writing good songs that we liked, you know, because we're all we're all fans of music. Right. And we all are just are into the same things. But this generation, there's so many different genres. You know, there's there's heavy music, there's pop music, there's hip hop music, there's you know, all kinds of stuff that we listen to, old music, uh, modern music, but we we're fans of it all. So we kind of take just little bits and pieces of what we like and we try to create this unique record, you know, with 
you know, the the heavy stuff, you know, you'll also very much hear, you know, the my my playing, my style, you know, the corn stuff or whatever pokes out a little bit, but you're all, you also hear and feel like a, a different poppier feel than say uh corn would do or whatever and and so it's just a it's just a fun thing to to create music with these guys we didn't really get personal you know some of these songs i can relate to on a personal level but a lot of these songs were written with characters in mind or or just thinking of real people that that we don't know you know just common themes of heartbreak or you know trauma like i said earlier depression feeling stuck in life and so we were really thinking about the mental health of the world when we wrote this record because of the pandemic and a lot of the fear going on last year yeah so to sum it up basically it's a it's a piece of art so it's not just we need to write something but we want to write something and we want to uh, want to make it as good as possible exactly it's like a, it was a blank canvas and all of us artists came to it and just started painting and We just, we really had fun doing it. And sometimes it felt like putting a puzzle together to where we had a lot of the pieces, but we didn't have, some pieces were missing. So we had to really dig inside and, and work and try things and and see if the puzzle pieces fit, you know? And um, sometimes they fit, sometimes they didn't, but we, we ended up getting to the end of the puzzle and finishing the record and we're very happy with it. And let me tell you, I'm very happy with it too. As I told earlier, I was listening to it from uh, right the, the intro, you. the intro song, uh, the whole way through, and it's just an album you you put on and you don't want to skip a track. It's just this, yeah, piece of art in its entirety. It's I like it a lot. I love it. I really appreciate that. That's what I want to hear because that's why we made the record, and we felt like you know we felt that too that you could listen to the whole record, you know, and. People, especially as young as yourself, sometimes they don't like to listen to whole records. They just do singles and they make playlists and everything. And we're hoping that a lot more people in the younger generation, especially that they'll grab the record and listen to the whole thing and enjoy it that way. Because that's how that's how I grew up. And it's and it's really fun, you know, and instead of like jumping around with all these different singles, there's so much content out there. We're hoping people will slow down and listen to our record and really enjoy it. Absolutely. And I really love the whole uh, listening to a record thing in its entirety. So I'm really looking forward to the, the vinyl coming out. Oh, yeah. We're so excited about those. We made some great box sets and deluxe versions and everything. And it's always fun to make vinyl because it's vinyls come back strong. A lot of people have, have vinyl nowadays. It's, what is it? The number one selling piece of music, physical yep. piece of music now. So it's really cool how that came back. I wonder if the cassette tapes are going to come back one day. That'd be funny. I'd love to. I mean, a nice mixtape, always down for that one. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, um, but just taking a turn on the singles, um, your first single of the album is called Down. And honestly, it's pretty much stuck in my head since I first heard it. <laughs> it's just really That's catchy. A good thing. It's absolutely good. <laughs> it's a really, really catchy chorus, the big guitars and the breakdown in the end. Just love it. What is the, the theme behind the song? or what, what is it about? A story or something? Or the, the, the character you talked earlier about? What does the character has to go through? Well, I appreciate that you saying that um, being a song being stuck in someone's head is a good thing that we, you know, we wrote that. And uh, 
we wanted to have hooks like that you could sing along to and I wanted that and sometimes I'm not very good at that and so Keith Wallen from Breaking Benjamin brought that chorus to us in a verse and we loved it we were like the man this sounds like this could be a really good song you know and so we just started working on the music and wrote the guitar riffs and I started working on the verses more and then I worked on the bridge and the breakdowns and Jason wrote the wrote that all the music for the bridge you know the middle part of the song he wrote all the music and then so it was cool to create that but I feel like it's a it's about any one of us who has overcome and overwhelmed with anything in life and you feel like you're buried with things sitting on top of you you know it could be pandemic it could be loss of a job and the bills piling up it could be a sickness um i related to it with my um with the lyrics you know I, with my past addictions you know when i was uh feeling like i was uh really risking my life with the hard drugs i was doing and you know buried buried beneath i feel like i'm running out of time you know show me i'm alive that's a that's a thing where you feel like you're stuck in addictions like I was. I wasn't alive, you know. I was I was surviving, but I wasn't truly alive. So that song makes me feel that when I listen to it, when I think about it. Absolutely. And if I had to take a wild guess before you told me what it's about <laughs> or what his intention is, um, I would have guessed that it's like something about a, a self-destructive behavior. Um, and that you want to break free from it before it's too late, basically. So that was my interpretation when I first heard it. And that pretty much goes along with what you said. Yes, totally. Very much. I mean, it could be non-self-destructive, too. It depends on who's listening. You know, it could just be circumstances that are destroying you, you know, that are out of your control. But, yeah, definitely, I thought the same thing you just said. I, I thought that self-destructive um, behavior you know, cause that, uh, just the theme of the song. But I mean, it's open to interpretation, right? Absolutely. And another song, which I, when I first saw that this song is on the album, I was a little bit confused, <laughs> gonna be honest. Um, ah. it's the cover of Let Me Love You. And I mean, it's obviously, it was a pop song, so it's just written differently in a way, but it really suits when you hear it, you have the feel that it belongs to the album. And how did you come to do this this cover who brought it up why did it happen <laughs> um the first record we did was we did a song called whip it by devo a band from the 80s a new wave band and we did it in such a unique way that it just sounded so different and so we wanted to do a unique cover again for this record and jr barice the other singer for the love and death project sent me a demo of let me love you the whole song and I was just like, yes, 100%. I love this song. When it came out, I loved it. It was, you know, it came out, it's DJ Snake featuring Justin Bieber. It came out after Bieber went through all of his, you know, the the drama and whatnot. And it felt like more of a mature song. And I don't know, I thought it had a good message. Everyone, you know, needs love in their lives, you know. And so I thought it was, I thought it was kind of funny too, because it was a pop song that we made heavy. So... We just went for it. And then I had the vision of having a female singer singing it with us. And Lacey was on the top of that list. Lacey Sturm, ex-Flyleaf. And so that was it. She came on board and she really killed it. That's one of my 
favorite moments on the record, honestly. That and a song called Death of Us, that's after, that's the track afterwards. Absolutely. And as I said, I can't say it enough. It just really works. Like the lyrics and the whole thing, it just, it just works with the album. It's not like the oddball out. It just, it just belongs there. It's heavy, right? I mean, there's, there's a heavy bridge. And yeah, so I feel like it's a good fit as well. I appreciate you saying that. And coming to the back to the whole band thing, um, I mean, Love and Death, you could say it's kind of a side project, but it isn't. It's just like a, a whole another band, but like equally weighted as core, I'd say. So it gives me kind of the feel like um, Slipknot and Stone Sour or something. And as you mentioned earlier, it's just you can experiment a lot more. You have a lot more freedom to put on this record than when you do in a corn record. You can't, I don't know, put there a pop pop cover, <laughs> I'd say. So um, what are the things that you don't have to worry about when you're putting out music with Love and Death uh, compared to corn, uh, basically? I mean, I just feel like we could get away more with like a popular melodies with Love and Death than we could in other bands, you know, maybe not Breaking Benjamin, but definitely Korn. Um, it's just different, you know, it's not better or or worse it's just it's just different but i always love heavy i love because that that brings the energy right and so that's the most important thing when you really when you're in a band a rock band like like we are with the style that we've been doing really want the heavy stuff so i mean i'm fans i'm a big fan of bands like a day to remember and bring me the horizon i prevail and You know, they, they really take their melodies to the extreme and their heaviness to the extreme, which uh, I've been wanting to do and have been doing for a while, too. So we're just I feel like hopefully we got better at it, you know, on this record. Can totally agree with you. And yeah, the, the record is pretty good. You got really good at it. <laughs> Not to say that Thank you were bad you. on oh, the other record, but it's you stepped the game up quite a bit. I appreciate that. You made my day by saying that. <laughs> <laughs> You're working on My pleasure, hey. <laughs> you have planned a release show uh, when the album drops. And I think because I found nothing else on the internet, it's the first time you're gonna sing live or like virtually live in about eight years. Are you nervous? Yes, definitely. Um, but, you know, all you do is rehearse every day. I rehearse for like at least 45 minutes an hour every day because what happens is with my voice... It's not just you warm up one time and then go. I have to, it's like working out at the gym and lifting weights. You know, I have to work my voice to build it strong over time. And I'll just sing the same songs every day for a week or two just to build my voice up, you know. And so that's what I did. And that's what I'm doing. And But I am nervous. You're not, you, you called it. I am definitely nervous to do it. But we're just going to try to have fun, right? Absolutely. And you sound well prepared, so everything's going to work out fine, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're as prepared as we can get, so. When the pandemic and all the circumstances allowed, will there maybe be a yeah, small tour? Um, I hope that, you know, everything opens. And if we have enough offers and requests for us to come out, and if we can get one of our friends' bands, you know, like maybe one of the bands I mentioned... Day to Remember or I Prevail or some band like that out there that would take us out in the road, definitely we would like to. So only time will tell. You know, we'll see with this pandemic what happens.
We will for sure. So um, when the interview is over, I'm gonna uh, sit down and write mails <laughs> and spam you guys. Please come over. We want a tour. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Yeah, we we hope to. I love I love Germany. I love touring there. And even a few years ago, Corn made a longer tour through Germany through uh, into. Uh, cities that we normally wouldn't play because we always do the big festivals, you know, like Rock'em Ring, Rock'em Park. So, yeah, I would love to. I'd love to go over there and see you. So if if we make it over there, please come say hi. Absolutely. We will give you a warm welcome, <laughs> for sure. Okay. Amazing. Um, yeah, and uh, talking about the big festivals, I would have loved uh, to see you 2020 at Rock'em Park. Yeah, well, then the pandemic happened. So we all know how that went. Yeah, I'm such a bummer, man. And... And this year is not looking good as well, but, you know, hopefully we get back to normal 2022. Yeah, I'm totally down for that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping so, okay, I'm hoping we can do a music tour, you know, uh, maybe even smaller sometime in the fall this year, but we'll see. Yeah. How will it go on uh, with Love and Death? Will it be put aside again um, because Korn is planning some things or aren't there any plans made yet? Yeah, we're not going to wait um, eight years again for a record, so... We, <laughs> We're going to work harder on getting some music out there and, you know, because we like it. I enjoyed it. The reason why it took so long before is because we didn't have everybody on board who we have now to, you know, we have a great team to do it quicker. And so it's going to happen and I'm getting older, so I can't wait that long. <laughs> well, um, not about you getting uh, older. I'm happy, but I'm happy about not having to wait so long. <laughs> right on. I appreciate you so much. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.